and welcome to Noob Reviews. I'm your host, Ryan Taylor, and today I'm going to be talking about a little comic series by the name of I Hate Fairyland. Uh, this is an image comic series, originally started in October 2015, and is still ongoing today. Currently, about uh, 13 or 14 issues available, but for the purpose of this review, I'm 10 issues in, which would take you to the end of Volume 2. The third volume is not currently completed. I figured I'm going to leave it there, let the story arc clue up nicely, and uh, I'm definitely going to read the third volume on my own time at a later date. Uh, the comic is written and illustrated by Scotty Young, who is best known for his work on the uh, Marvel Babies comics and variant covers. You might have seen... Uh, you know, a little baby Deadpool kicking around, a little cute cuddly one on the variant cover. That's Scotty Young. He uh, he wrote and illustrated this all by himself. And there's something to be said about writers who do their own artwork. You you get a sense of it's exactly the way they envisioned it. Not to say there's anything wrong with. Uh, separate illustrators and writers working together, but there's 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 a nice little touch in, in that. Now, I Hate Fairyland, the, uh, the story is all about Gertrude, a ten-year-old girl who is transported to Fairyland, which is uh, sort of the prototypical uh, Fairyland world, almost like Alice in Wonderland, you know, it's cute and cuddly and bright poppy colors everywhere. Uh, she spends almost 30 years in this world, never ages, and this results in her becoming crazed and violent. The main plot involves her searching for a key that will allow her to leave. Uh, so you've got your typical story of Alice in Wonderland sort of thing. I'm trying to come up with another one. There's, We've seen it a million and one times. The little kid wishes they could go away. It's like, like Narnia, you know? They get to this fantastical world. Except in this story, the uh, the little girl kind of loses her shit, <laughs> um, and it's it's pretty comical. Uh, I hate Fairyland is really hard to compare to anything else. I I've been racking my brain and trying to find a proper comparison, and I came up with it looks like Tarantino meets the fairly odd parents. The writing is kind of like the Evil Dead meets Alice in Wonderland, but the whole thing feels like Deadpool meets a metric ton of bubblegum. It's it's really its own thing, and it's hard to pinpoint, but it's probably best described as a bright, colorful children's cartoon injected with hyperviolence and self-awareness. It's filled with cute, fluffy cartoon characters being hacked to pieces. There's drinking, there's drugs, and there's a, uh, a constant sort of fake non-swearing where the characters are very obviously swearing and uh, words are replaced. Like, uh, let me see, there's you, you'll hear Mother Fluffer a lot. And at least at, at one point I heard Son of a Lich, which I thought was pretty funny. The self-awareness is all over the place too, and it seems to come out a little more often when the characters are inebriated or they let their guard down. It's like they know and they're, they're trying to keep a guise up. At one point a character says, uh, 
after all these issues, or uh, I mean years, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of like that thing. I I really enjoy that. Um, let's get into the characters of this thing a little bit. Gertrude, your main character, protagonist, which is a very very debatable and loose term because she is not a very good person. Not a little bit. She's uh, she's quite terrible. Spends a lot of the comics murdering the innocent, wood, like little woodland creatures. Uh, there's a, a constant theme in the comics where the the narrator is trying. It's like not the same narrator. Every issue, you'll see a different narrator attempting to catch you up. Like last time on I Hate Fairyland, um, but they can never get the full backstory out before they're hacked to death. Uh, she She's just causing mayhem wherever she goes in this. She's completely unstable. Her her mental capacity is... It's out the window. and uh, Which makes sense. I mean, you put a little kid in a place like that and then... I mean, she's been there for 30 years or so. No one, no one adapts to that. She has a drinking problem, which is... Uh, humorous as well. She doesn't really care about anybody. She's got um, an assigned guide, which is the next character I'm going to get into, Larry, her assigned guide. And you would think that she would have developed, like, it seems like they have some some sort of camaraderie, but in the vital moments when she could show her true colors or, or come around, she really just does not give a shit about them. Um, Larry now is a small green floating character. Kind of reminds me of the Great Gazoo from the Flintstones in that matter. Except he's completely defeated. He drinks from a flask all day. And which, I mean, he has the right to be. He's the right hand to a murderous ten-year-old. Uh, he's he's the source of a lot of the, uh, the self-awareness in the comic, a lot of the commentary on the ridiculous, ridiculousness of it all. Uh, he's tr He tries, but he doesn't try that hard, to be the voice of reason. And it comes out more as uh, sarcasm than any sort of hope at all. You know what I mean? Uh, Queen Claudia is the uh, primary antagonist of just the first volume. Which, no spoilers or anything, I won't get into it. She's the typical fairy tale queen character, except she gets sick of Gertrude's presence and attempts to have her killed. And, uh. There's not, like, she's not. There's nothing, there's nothing particular about Queen Claudia. She's. She's the queen. She's exactly what you'd expect, except that she really gets sick of Gertrude. I don't know, causing absolute havoc everywhere she goes and I, the last character I really want to mention because I really get a kick out of this one is Duncan Dragon who is just a little kid by the name of Duncan who happens to be wearing a dragon costume I'm not sure if it's supposed to be Halloween uh, on the day that he is accidentally transported to Fairyland and uh, I'm, he's, he's only in the second volume Gertrude treats him like garbage and I won't get into the specifics of what she does or how that could potentially come back to haunt her uh, but 
yeah, I definitely recommend checking out that second volume just to get a bit of Dunkin' Dragon in there. Uh, I had a lot of fun reading this book. I really, uh, books, I guess. Ten issues, it's, it's a really quick read. It's not heavy reading by any means. Overall, I'm gonna say, uh, I recommend it to fans of Deadpool, especially. I can definitely see a crossover of fans there. But I also would say maybe maybe something like Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, if it's up your alley. Uh, South Park, you know, the sort of... Um, what looks like is for children, but it, it's absolutely not for children. Evil Dead, even. Um, it's definitely up that alley. If you like violence, you like gore, uh, if you like that sort of thing, especially injected in a cute, whimsical fairy tale world, you like fourth wall breaking, self awareness, sarcasm, and characters that lack any sort of moral code. I don't know, maybe if you're into it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. This could be up your alley. Uh, the book is definitely for you. Uh, and I think I'm going to leave this review. It's, it's gonna, I'm sorry, this review has to be a lot quicker than the last one. There's not as much to I Hate Fairyland as. Uh, there was to glow or uh, trigon it's it's a really short read but i just i had to get it out there because it's such a good comic but i think the perfect note to sum it all up there's a quote from the first volume and i'm going to share it with you because everything about this book is summed up in just this one quote from gertrude she says how am I supposed to figure all this plush out when I'm forever teetering on the edge of a riddle-induced psychotic break and the dark abyss of a diabetic coma? My days are filled with endless amounts of bright colors no human eye should have, have to take in, while my nights are spent listening to the horrid lullabies of all the lands at the same muffin-fluffin' time. God damn, this book is funny. It's a funny book. On that note, Thank you for tuning in to this very short episode of Noob Reviews. You can check out other episodes of Noob Reviews as well as episodes of Jedi Dropouts at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Thanks again, and until next time, noobs away! Fuck, I need a sign-off.